Welcome to the Soul Journeys podcast. My name is Jennifer Longmore and I am founder of the number one Akashic Record training school in the world. As a seasoned light worker and ascension worker, I want to bring you the show to provide you with the divine guidance and tools that you need as a light worker and change agent to navigate this great awakening. So if that is something that you're craving, then you have come to the right place. Think of this High Vibe podcast as your guide to the changes that we're seeing in the world so that you can be supported in navigating the new paradigm. Leave it to me to provide you with the divine tools, resources, and experts that will support you in navigating this once-in-a-lifetime epic event. Thank you for pressing play. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone, to the Soul Journeys podcast. As you know, we are here to talk about how you're awake. Now what? How are we going to navigate the Great Awakening? I'm so excited to introduce you to Juliet Tang. Juliet and I have probably known each other many, many lifetimes. And uh, we connected online because of some information she was sharing, which I'll share with you in a moment. Uh, But if you haven't met Juliet, you will want to follow her. You can go to juliettang.com to learn more about her and find her on social media. We're going to talk a little bit more about how you can follow the work that she's doing. Uh, But anyways, Juliet supports ambitious female entrepreneurs to build sustainable and profitable businesses. And she combines the strategy with the feminine frequency, which I think is really cool. That's part of why I wanted to have you on today, Juliet, because I think when we're navigating the Great Awakening, it's easy to want to go to uh, some channel or some oracle or some messenger. And we forget that the majority of lightworkers actually have businesses where maybe their message is focused on one thing, but they are very awake to what's going on, like you. And um, I'm a big fan of helping lightworkers get out of their own way so that they can run profitable businesses and serve more people. And I know that's, that's your thing as well. Yeah. And because we've kind of chatted about your, your past, I think it'll be important to bring that up because it does relate to a lot of what's going on. So before we talk about how you're supporting entrepreneurs, how did you get to this place where you even decided that you wanted to, to support entrepreneurs? Oh my goodness. So, um, so this journey had different, like those pivoting moments Originally, years ago, it was quitting the nine to five. It just got to the point where I was hitting rock bottom and my soul had a different calling. So I became an, I became an entrepreneur and um, I've had different niches. Right now it's business coaching because I feel that so many of us are born with a higher purpose. It, and um, a lot of the times, like coaches, mentors, healers, we feel that just because we are so good at doing something, we would automatically become good business owners. And um, a lot of us learned the hard way that this is actually not the truth because learning how to run a business, learning how to monetize our passions is a completely different skill set than just being good at what we do. So after you know, hitting rock bottom many times myself in my own entrepreneurial journey um, and having been really like supporting other business owners who come to me, you know, over like money blockages, self, you know, putting themselves out there type of blockages and realize that this is an area that is so much needed that if I could just support um, entrepreneurs in amplifying their message and really creating the impact that they want to be creating, I'm actually supporting my own mission 
which is to create a new earth. And I believe like that's, this is the reason why a lot of us are here in this specific lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, like encountering all of the crazy things that are going on right now. Like we want to create something new in this world. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I love about the way that you message things online is that you'll call things for what they are, but you'll cocoon it in the energy of I'm sharing this with you because I love you. And these are some things that I think we need to look at right now in the great awakening, but here's some solutions or here's some other things I want you to consider. And I'm a big fan of that because as you and I spoke about before, uh, there's a lot of people that are happy to get hooked by the, the fear implants and then start spreading fear porn porn at nauseum and uh, it really waters down what we're trying to do here so since you know there, there were the good old days when we were just staying inside to flatten the curve remember those good old days <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then yeah i remember here. yeah and that you know back then we were fighting over you should learn to play guitar, make the most of this time. And other people are like, <laughs> oh, no, gosh. those were our biggest conflicts, right? And that was only a few months ago. And now we're like, every week things are changing. But the one thing that is the same is that you're still helping entrepreneurs with their message. So what kind of, I don't know if I want to call it struggles, maybe challenges, what sort of nigglies are coming up for the entrepreneurs that you're supporting right now, as far as how do I put my message out there and how do I, you know, make sure I'm not being tone deaf, so to speak and all those things. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I remember those months and, and, and it feels like it was last year, like 10 years ago. So totally. yeah. So I feel like we're all, so we're all navigating this together. We all know that building a business comes with its own set of struggles already. (laughs) And in Uh addition to that, we're now being bombarded. Like our nervous system is being bombarded on a daily basis as the new events are occurring in the world right now that are really grabbing our attention. So it's almost like when I'm supporting clients, in addition to that business coaching and, you know, helping them with producing the most efficient content, um, you know, enrolling clients, there's also the bigger picture that I need to look at, which is how am I supporting them in just in their energy and their energy management in showing up and speaking their truth without worrying that they're going to get shamed because we know there is a lot of judgment and shaming going on. A lot of people are being silenced and how do I just support them to even find their own truth and being able to cultivate greater discernment in their bodies and to, especially for women, for women not to go into that hyper-masculine mode, to be able to stay in that feminine receptive state and still get things done. So these are the additional components that have come, uh, that have been coming up with greater intensity in addition to the business and sales and marketing component of business. And, um, it's interesting that for me, um, since I've had businesses in other niches, which that was the main thing that I was supporting clients through, you know, it's just kind of like, I need to also pull back and look at the big greater picture and say, you know what, I really trust the path. Trust is a huge thing that's coming up right now. I trust the path that I actually have the tools, the experience and Mm. the expertise in supporting my clients in things that are 
not directly business related. And this is something that I've been really telling my clients in terms of you need to really trust that you've been led here to this point. Um, and it's really perfect. There is no accident, you know? So like everything that we've gone through is part of our training. And this is the time to show up because the training is over, you know, the, the like feeling like, Oh, you know, I don't know if I can do this. All of that is over. And globally, whether like we're entrepreneurs or not, each of us is being called to step into a fuller version of who we are. And I believe Mm -hmm. that's the grand lesson right now. So that's, that's, that's one thing that I feel entrepreneurs are being invited to step into, which is really part of it is reclaiming their power. As you're talking, I think, yeah, like even pre, I hate to even say COVID because it, yeah, <laughs> same around it, but the thing, same. the thing that's going on in the world, uh, even before that, you know, I think all of us entrepreneurs go through different layers as we hit upper limits around our throat chakra and visibility. And then we have this other component of, um, of the nervous system stuff, right? Because we tend yeah. to push and pull, we hustle and then we pull back. And yeah. And so I'm wondering if it's that this great awakening is just amplifying the stuff that was already there. I We're feel it's definitely even more like invested in our self-care and absolutely. Anything. Absolutely. So I feel like this great great awakening is our next level. This is the next level. Mm-hmm. And you have I you and I have both done so much work that we know anytime when we are invited to step into the next level, everything comes up, everything gets amplified because these are the things that are, you know, in, that are out of alignment with where we're being called to go. So I'm seeing, I'm noticing a more intense type of um, purge in a lot of the entrepreneurs right now, where things that they might have gotten away with in the past, had we not been in this type of global situation, there's no, like, it's just being amplified. It's in your face. It's kind of like you look at it or you kind of just like live with the misalignment and it only is going to get more and more intense. That's my feeling because I feel that as we're going through this frequency change, like the other day I was tuning into my business and like overall the business model that is being taught in the entrepreneurial space. And I feel like we are being asked to purify whatever is in that business blueprint that is not in full alignment with where we're being asked to go. So I know you call it 5D. I call it like a, you know, like a, like a more upgraded blueprint. So everything Mm -hmm. that is coming up, I feel it's not necessarily like, like a bad thing where you feel so bombarded or you feel like it's completely overwhelming. It's just an invitation to let it go so that we can shift our frequency. And I'm going to say like almost like rise to a certain level where we're able to get through the eye of the needle right now because there's this gigantic storm mm-hmm. that is going on and anything that is no longer a frequency match to, to where we're being asked to go is just kind of like it's falling away, it's falling away, it's falling away. Like everything is crumbling right now. You know, education system, health system, medical system, it is all crumbling. And we're here, like I strongly feel like I'm here because I have a mission to contribute my gift or my genius at this time to creating a new earth or a new world or a new paradigm. So in order for us Mm -hmm. to lead the way and to be be the way showers, we need to first kind of like go through this insane purge on our own 
and then we can show the rest of the population some of them still you know are very very much hanging on to the matrix the old matrix because it feels safe so that we can show them like hey it's safe to let go of that it's safe to let go mm -hmm. of the system it's safe to trust yourself and to be able to develop that type of a sermon the sermon and no longer place your faith in the government or in politicians or celebrities and it's safe for you to step into your power so like conscious entrepreneurs are going through this first so that we can then help um, rebuild our world you know except it's going to be a different world mm -hmm. i love what you just shared and especially when you when you said the piece around an invitation to let things go that's such a beautiful and feminine you know encompassing loving compassionate way to look at this rather than saying things like cut ties and that and you know sort of this choppy energy that we <laughs> you know, language that we tend to use right yeah yeah so it makes me wonder then because as you're talking i agree with you i think that uh the way we've been doing business i mean most of us that have a more feminine approach we're very allergic to the bro marketing strategies and some of this stuff but I feel like once we really, probably about a month into this, when we, when the majority of us really got like, oh, this is bigger, that there, there's no going back yes. and the BS radar is much stronger. So marketing yeah. strategies and positioning and posturing that was already, you know, built on false mm -hmm. energy is not working. So we kind of have a sense of what's not working. People are expecting way more authenticity, way more clarity of how you're going to help me and looking for certainty in uncertain times and so on. But what are you seeing as far as messaging that's actually working uh, for, especially for female entrepreneurs? Yeah. So um, I've been really, I've been meditating on this so much. Um, the way that I look at our business or like a very irresistible offer because messaging is part of the offer, is that there are actually three ingredients that make an offer super magnetic. One is our skill set. The second one is our personal experience, unique perspective, life experience, all of that. And I find that a lot of the entrepreneurs have been relying so much on those two that they have forgotten the third ingredient, which is our unique genius or our evolutionary genius. And this is something that cannot be acquired. This is not a certification. This is not something that you can learn or even copy from another coach. This is like a unique, uh, the way that I've gotten this download is that this is a unique code that is within us that gets activated when we say yes to our bigger mission. And this is also in um, supporting entrepreneurs, this is also what I find to be the thing that scares us the most. Because the moment that this is activated, integrated and embodied, we automatically sound very different. We're no longer kind of like fitting into a box. Like for years, I wanted to fit into the box of like being a boss baby. So that didn't work out for me. And then I wanted to be like this super feminine talking about uni eggs and roses. That just didn't work out either. Like for years, I tried to fit into a box wanting to be successful because I thought, hey, she's built a seven-figure business. Why can't I, you know, why can't I take on that archetype? And later on, I learned that that's just not my evolutionary genius meaning I could have the same coaching, almost like a similar background, but the moment I bring in or I activate that genius, 
I automatically become different. I don't need to be anyone else. I'm just sounding like me. And I feel that's what authenticity is. And that's what being fully self-expressed is. So the thing that I'm really interested in these days is helping clients in not only like uncovering what that genius code is, but to activate it and, and integrate it and then bring that into their offer, bring it into their messaging. And the moment that they do that, you can automatically see the shifts. It's like, okay, so you're in a market, there's 10,000 relationship coaches, but I see your genius. I see you completely lit. I see you being different. And the more it is that we are anchored in this unique code and we're not afraid of transmitting it, the more I feel that we actually magnetize our highest level and most committed clients. Because this is always a soul level match. Like these are the clients that are looking for this code right now. There's something in there. There's medicine in there that they are looking to receive. So energetically, I feel that is where we're being asked to go. And strategically, there's always like, um, for me, it's just, just like strategic uh, strategies is the masculine energy. So it's really about like, how can we then put form around this transmission so that we are speaking to our ideal clients, but we're also not just thinking about marketing, but also creating a movement because I no longer see that we're just marketing for the sake of marketing. Like each of us is a trailblazer. Each of us is a lighthouse. So we're just here to create a movement because we are the movement. So it's about removing that gap between how I'm going to show up between like my message and me. Like there's no longer this gap. Show up as the message. And um, the moment I, I started embodying this back like in February, I started seeing a huge difference in the clients that I magnetize in the way that my message comes through. So like I feel like that would be a great thing for entrepreneurs to feel into is to remove the gap and just show up as a message. Mm. That's beautiful. I, uh, even as you're talking, I feel like it's part of your code to be a part of establishing the new entrepreneurial framework, right? Like yes. On a meta level, yes. what's, what's the, you know, what's the foundational stuff? It's almost like crystallizing the foundation of here, here are the rules of, I don't want to say engagement, but you get what I mean, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Here's what, here's, here are the codes we're going to operate yeah. and, under as uh, entrepreneurs. And then here are the ways we're going to be expressing that. Because the, cool, the, the, the uncomfortable thing about where we're at is that we don't know what all of this is yeah. going to look like. But the exciting yeah. thing about all of this is that we don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. And so if yes. nobody's telling us what it's going to look like, then I guess we can just kind of step up and put yes. our stick in the ground, so to speak, right? And say, well, actually, I'll, I'll take that piece. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the funny thing, I was just on a, um, I was, so I, I coached a group of uh, women in my mastermind and I was just on the call and I was literally saying to these women, like, listen, there's no more rule book that you can go to. Like, there's no more even like spiritual book that you can go to refer to and say, okay, so these are, these are the next few steps that I should be taking because like, Globally, humanity, all of us, we are in, in uncharted territory. This is the unknown that no one 
has any reference point to, which means that since what I'm, what I'm witnessing is the collapse of the old system and the collapse of the false matrix that we're in, what I'm really looking at is really a pool of immense opportunities for the trailblazers and the pioneers of consciousness who have come into this time, have a passion to build something new. And this, this is like, you know, if someone is a holistic health coach, well, great. Our health system is failing, obviously. You know, our health system is a sick care system where people are just pumping themselves with drugs and eating processed food. So we need your genius. We need your code. If, you know, someone is a relationship coach, great. Right now, so many relationships, because everybody is at home, so many relationships are shifting. We need a new code for relationships. Great, activate your genius. So what I'm looking at is literally a gigantic ocean of opportunities where the new codes are being activated and anchored. And it, the code is in the person. It, it is in the light leader. And with entrepreneurs, it is literally about them, us getting out of our own way and saying, you know what, I am bigger than what I thought I was. I am bigger than this health coach who was just helping a few clients. But right now my work is needed in this world. I am bigger than this business coach who's just helping a few clients building their businesses. Well, maybe I'm here to lay a foundation, um, a new mm -hmm. upgraded business blueprint for where things are heading, where it's no longer like sleazy sales or maybe like hard bro, very hardcore bro marketing strategies from people who aren't necessarily even like anchored in their own genius, right? It's really about being able to transmit that authentic expression onto this world and then being able to co-create together. So that's what I'm looking at. And this is why I feel like in my, in my, in my posts, I'm never, I do like to make people aware of a certain problem, but I don't like to dwell in the problem. I like to talk mm -hmm. about the solution. And the solution is that there are opportunities if we can just lift our consciousness and be able to even perceive what's in front of us versus dwelling in a space that there's way too much fear, there's way too much scarcity. And we, we know that it's just literally a perception away. The opportunity is one perception away. So I'm very, very interested in seeing how entrepreneurs are positioning themselves during this time and what opportunities they're saying yes to, because I feel like we're here, like this is it, we're here. We've been talking about the great awakening for years, for decades. Well, this is this, this is, this is the opportunity where we can co-create together and we can activate a new earth grid together and lay the foundation. So it's actually a really exciting time. I, I'm so with you on that. And as you're talking, it makes me think about the fact what i'm hearing you say if i'm hearing you correctly behind what you shared is that you know, this is our opportunity to take up more space yeah yes yes absolutely i remember a business coach said to me years ago you know you need to commit yourself to taking up your place and your space in the world like if it means mm. taking your message global do it if it means just going ahead and saying yes to opportunities that are so uncomfortable to you, just do it. Because there's no longer going to be, oh, 
how am I going to formulate my marketing campaign so that I can position myself as an expert in the field that there's no longer that just show up as is. I feel like that is the message for a lot of entrepreneurs right now. Mm -hmm. I'm watching and I'm sure you're seeing it too, where there's people that even like a year ago, we all would have been rolling our eyes at. They would have their theories and the conspiracies and so on that they would have been talking about. We would have been like, um, are you seriously building a business around that? And now they're getting like a hundred thousand subscribers on their YouTube channel and their books are selling like crazy and stuff because we, the gift in this, and I know it's, it's an, it's not a gift to a lot of people in a lot of ways, but if we can on a 5d level, look at this as a gift, you know, it has allowed us to receive the truth that other people have done the heavy lifting for. Yes. For those of us, like we obviously knew a lot of this to be true before, but we didn't want to look at it. Something vibrationally was there, right? But my point is, is that in claiming space, like if these folks who a year ago, we would have thought, are you seriously trying to make a go of that type of business? Like you you think that's going to sell? And now they're, you know, doing amazingly. Uh, We can really claim our space in anything we want right now and and along as long as it's aligned you know I can yeah see it really yeah lying absolutely so, it's like the wild wild west right now and um <laughs> it's it's and, it, and it's very scary to be the first it's very scary to be the pioneers and the system busters and the rule breakers and say you know what i'm sorry that just doesn't work that's not going to work mm-hmm. um heading into what we're heading into because that frequency is no longer conducive to creating more alignment, more harmony, and more life for all of us. So it's very scary to be in that boat and going against the norm and say, I'm going to break the rules. Even I break all of the teachings that I've paid, you know, coaches a lot of monies for just to be able to forge my own path. And I find myself in there and a lot of entrepreneurs are finding themselves in that boat right now. But somebody's, somebody's got to do it. And if we feel the call, then we're the ones that are here to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, I'm thinking because one of the, the things that we were going to talk about today, and I think this is kind of a, a great time to bring it up, is that there's a lot of spells being cast on us. And yeah. you have a, a really great insight into kind of the construction of spells, <laughs> whether they be good spells or not so good spells. And... I can see it being twofold right now where we've got any of us can be subject to these spells and not realize it. So how do we make sure we're breaking free of these spells? How do we make sure we can smell them a mile away and not get caught into them? But then additionally, how do we help our clients not get, uh, you know, not have these spells cast on them such that they're immobilized? Yeah. So this is a really deep topic because it actually goes into occultism, which is something that most people don't even know exists because we, we live in a matrix where 99% of the population, my family included, only, we only identify with 3D, with what we see, what we hear, and what we can smell. So I'm going to go deeper into saying that there is, at least from my perspective, in one timeline, there is an intergalactic work, war that is going on right now between light and dark. And mm-hmm. the dark force, however we want to name that force, the the 1% elite, um, is controlling the population, not just using 3D means, but also 
in a way that is invisible, that is happening on the energetic level. And it's actually been very, very clever because it didn't just start in March. It also didn't just start in uh, 2005 or, you know, um, 2000. This control, I'm going to say this control of humanity or this enslavement of humanity in a certain way of humanity's consciousness has been going on for a really long time for as long as we have, you know, human records for. So um, everything that is in our matrix, every single system, every single institution that is in the matrix has been implemented to maintain this frequency control so that human beings do not question the status quo. And, you know, just, just give, like, I'm gonna give a simple example, the food industry. There is genetically modified foods. There are toxins, herbicides, fungicides, that is, you know, just like consistently put into our food. And there is fluoride in the water supply. Something as simple as that. Most people just kind of like contribute this to corporate greed. But if we look deeper, there's actually a bigger agenda. And the agenda is that it, can, it kind of, <sighs> fluoride calcifies our pineal gland so that we're unable to discern truth from lies or lies from truth. And when we're constantly consuming processed foods or genetically modified foods, it actually alters the frequency in the body. It alters our cells and our ability to be able to fill into truth. So just by looking at that one example, we know that everything that is here inside of the matrix has been designed to contain us within a very limited frequency range so that we are not receptive to anything that is outside of that frequency range. Media, for example, does a really good job with that. We're constantly being bombarded with um, symbols that are being used by the 1% that most people aren't even aware you know, aren't even aware of. But symbols, again, transmit a certain frequency. And when it's on an unconscious level, when we're watching TV, when all of the images and symbols and chants are being used, it actually just bypasses the conscious mind and drops straight into our unconscious mind. And when that is not regularly cleansed, that actually becomes a part, information becomes ourselves. Information becomes our biology. And then we make decisions based on our biology. Our perception comes from our biology. So it's literally like, the movie, The Matrix, where everything has been designed to keep us, to keep our consciousness hijacked and enslaved so that we cannot see the bigger picture. This is why there's so much cognitive dissonance going on. The moment we dare to, you know, introduce a different perspective, people just start to defend the system to death. How dare you even bring it up? Um, I actually see two solutions. One is a long-term solution and one is a short-term solution. The long-term one really has to do with, again, the pioneers right now. We're infiltrating the system from the inside out. We're educating people on, you know what, you need to drink clear. You, it's your birthright to clean water that has not been tampered with. It is your birthright for you to feed your, uh, your body with clean, healthy, organic foods that are not, you know, produced by Monsanto. So like that is going to take a while because we're talking about a systematic change where eventually um, 
when enough people have access to clean food, to water, to aligned, um, you know, information, then that cloud is going to lift. We're going to be able to transform our bodies from the inside out where we're not even, we don't even need to discern where it's just going to be so obvious when something is true and something's not. That is the long-term plan. And I hope I get to see it in this lifetime. I don't know if I will. The short-term plan literally is to be able to, spells really have their, I'm going to say that they have their traits. Anytime when something is being repeated over and over, I start to pay attention to it because our unconscious mind learns by repetition. So over and over when the media says, you know, this is for your safety, this is for other people's safety, especially when these words are mixed in, um, I start to pay attention. Anytime when there are, well, I'm going to say like when there's like repetitive imagery that is being used in the media, I also start to pay attention because that's, that is a sign that is telling me that they're really trying hard to plant seeds in people's minds that, so that they can exploit um, you know, later on for their own agenda. Um, mm -hmm. There's also, I don't know if I should even get into like psychic protection because there are spells that are being cast right now that are more like on an invisible level. I feel like the big cities are being hit pretty hard where it is designed to lower uh, the population's vibration. I'm going to say like we are not meant to live in a state of fear. So I don't want to demonize human emotion. I don't want to demonize like anxiety, fear, because the opposite of that is a lot of spiritual light workers like to bypass human emotion just to get to that love and light state, which is something that I absolutely don't like to see. Um, <laughs> human emotions are normal. It's normal for us to feel fear, shame, all of that. But when they're being manipulated, that is when I know that a giant spell is being cast. And um, when there is a lot of kind of like fear mongering tactics being used, that's another sign that, okay, like there's something going on here that you need to look at. So I think like traditionally people believe spells as like some kind of witch having a brew and then she's just like chanting some nonsense. That is not how modern day spells are being cast. It's just literally like there's, there's information warfare going on right now. There's also warfare that is going on in the spiritual realm where a lot of the light leaders are kind of feeling like they're, they're being pulled out of their center and that there is like some low vibrational stuff that is coming in. Like at least I've been feeling that way. Mm -hmm. I will mm -hmm. say that the way that I counter everything is just first going into nature where I can be away from mm -hmm. static away from social media. I don't watch TV to begin with, but sometimes, you know, I use social media for business where I can be away from all of that, where I'm not consuming all of that information, which then becomes my biology. I literally unplug and just go into nature and talk to Pachamama, whether it's hugging a tree or like just um, being on earth, grounding, taking off my shoes, uh, my socks, and just like grounding, walking on earth. That's one effective way that I, that I have been teaching clients. Another is if they have access to some type of water filter, definitely get a water filter that can filter out the fluoride because that is so, so, so bad. It's a, it's a neurotoxin. You know, when, when we are constantly drinking that, not only our pineal gland is calcified, we're also being poisoned from the inside out. Our cells are being poisoned from the inside out. So that would be an immediate thing to do if, if someone hasn't done that already. 
Discernment is something that is practiced. Um, I'm going to say discernment is something that is cultivated in the body. It's not so much even like you need to go ahead and mm-hmm. activate your pineal gland. That, that, even though that is a part of it, it is cultivated in the body. Historically, we have been taught to glorify higher thinking skills as like our thinking skills. To me, like critical thinking actually has a lot to do with feeling. It has to do with being able to feel into a piece of information and feel whether it is true or not. It has to do with being able to combine our thinking and feeling, which then becomes intuition, and use that as our filter whenever we are being um, told something or whenever we are examining a piece of information. So our world right now is extremely polarized in which we glorify the masculine aspect of who we are, which is the thinking, which is going with the logic, going with the numbers, not to mention the numbers are fake. I mean, obviously they're telling stories, they're lying. So the numbers are fake. You know, there's a lot of evidence out there that is fake, but because we have never learned what it's like to even to be able to use the feeling as judgment. Um, this is another reason why so many people are under the spell, but unable to, they're unable to discern, you know, what the truth is. So this is definitely about cultivating the ability to feel, to even first to say to myself, it's even safe to feel, and then to feel into the body. And another technique that I like to use is literally just to fill into the heart center because the heart doesn't lie. The mind is just so full of conditioning that it wants to like, oh, give me the number, give me the proof. But the moment that we drop our consciousness into the heart, this is the place where it is not, it it is, I'm going to say it's impenetrable by any kind of dark energy because this is the very thing that makes us human that they do not have. This is the reason why they are doing what they're doing. And this is the thing that they're after the most. All of that social distancing, all of that, you know, just like distance from your fellow human beings, all of that dehumanization that is going on right now, it is so that we forget our humanity. It is so that we forget that there is even love inside of our heart. So Mm -hmm. the most important thing for us right now is to be able to hold that heart center to be able to hold that love for ourselves for humanity for earth and to operate like i know it sounds cheesy but it's just like this is the lesson right now for so many people to be able to operate from that greater love and to be able to hold multiple perspectives like my human self can be having a shit show right now she can be having a breakdown but at the same time i'm more than that i still have a bigger self or a higher self within and that self is made of unconditional love so can i hold and operate from all of these parts of myself um that's part of being able to i'm gonna say break out of a spell or just not even be able to kind of like get hit by the spell because the moment that the heart center is so activated that puts us in a frequency range where those spells are way lower than love, mm-hmm. way lower than just kind of like that care or compassion or forgiveness. So I feel like that that's probably the most important part when it comes to spell work, dark spells at least. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like we should do like a whole series on this because, and, <laughs> and I'm going to preface this by saying 
you know, I love what you shared and I, I agree with you. Like fear is their elixir. So the more we allow ourselves to feed their source, their fuel, right? They literally siphon our energy by activating fear because of the way that it nourishes them. And we don't really understand that. But there's two things you shared that I want to lead into something else because I want everyone listening to to appreciate that Juliet has a unique uh, appreciation, I guess you could say, or understanding of what propaganda can do to yes. a collective group of people and what what the process, the conscious process of dehumanizing people can do. And you yes. know where I'm leading you with this. So I don't yeah. want to you know, I, I don't want you to have to recount it all because I know there's, you know, there's a lot to it, but kind of mm-hmm. the higher level stuff of what can we learn from your firsthand account of what happens to populations when propaganda and dehumanization get combined? Yes, absolutely. So, um, so just the background, a little bit background knowledge. I grew up in communist China for the first 14 years of my life, I was, I was a child you know, living under the oppression. Not only that, my grandmother was persecuted by the Communist Party. And we all know that communism is, for those of us that are aware of what's going on, communism is being introduced, I'm, I'm gonna say it's already here. It's being amplified in the West right now. All of the police state, martial law, um, censorship, all of these are traits of communism or socialism. So, mm-hmm. One of the most powerful weapons of communism, I will say, or, or of like living in that fascist state is actually propaganda. It is to spread lies on such a massive level where people actually believe it to be the truth. And again, this has to do with just, you know, it has to do with our level of consciousness, just how much are we placing the responsibility of our well-being into other people or are we fully responsible for every single experience that we're creating in this, in this, you know, in this lifetime? So right now, everything that, because fear is easily um, being used as a weapon right now, the moment that psychologically we're in a fear state, we tend to, it shuts down that part of the brain that is able to come up with an insightful solution. Meaning the moment that we're in fear state, we naturally give up our power or our responsibility of I can take care of myself and we start to look for someone else or something else to take care of us to make us feel safer and all of that is being tied into this because fear and manipulation are well fear is being manipulated right now and when there is massive propaganda it is right now um, causing a lot of the people to completely lose their ground on what is real and what is not because they're in such a fearful state that they're so easy to manipulate. This is the reason why 99% of the world right now are firm believers of the lies that are being told because part of the psychological operation is to always introduce the fear first. And once there is fear, fear and propaganda together, when they're introduced together and when they're kind of like, being used as weapons, people are so easily manipulated. And the next step is they will do whatever it is that they're told to do without questioning much. So back in the day when I was growing up in communist China, um, when I was a child, I literally lived through 
a giant national massacre. I was, um, I was probably eight years old, and um, it was a group of students that wanted democracy. They wanted to talk to the government. They wanted more freedom. And it started as just protests. It quickly led to a series of um, oppressive means in which the government decided to roll out tanks. They started attacking the students. All around the same time, there was massive national propaganda being spread all over China, labeling this group of students extremely dangerous, that these are the outlaws and we must oppress them and silence them using any means necessary. So it's something, whatever, what's happening here in, in, you know, in the United States, in Europe, in all of the countries is that we are being, our ability to think for ourselves has already been taken away because of the fear, because of the manipulation. And everything that is being told to us is part of the propaganda. It is the gigantic lie that is so intricate, that has so many levels to it that nobody is questioning. Usually if we do not wake up from these lies, it's then very easy to be manipulated into the next state, which is willingly giving up our freedom, willingly attacking other citizens for saying something or thinking something different, willingly taking an injection that needs at least seven years of human trial that is coming out within a few months. So all of these are consequences to what I call like a giant brainwashing type of psychological operation. And again, you know, I do want to say we've been in this psychological operation for so long that this didn't just start in March. Everything that we're experiencing has been planted for so, 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 so many years that what I'm seeing is that people, a lot of people willingly giving away their power without a fight. Like I feel like Australia right now is pretty much like they're in their, you know, in another lockdown and they not even, I'm not even seeing so many of them taking it to the streets to protest because they, it, it's just kind of like whatever they give, I take, whatever they give, I take, which is my experience of living in communist China. No one in China questions anything. All the media is controlled. Anything that is aired has been approved by the government. Everything that is in the Chinese culture is part of the socially engineered um, story or matrix that the government wants people to live in, period. So just think back about the movie, The Matrix. It pretty much gives an idea of what it's like to live in that type of, you know, like uh, propaganda state. So that's, I'm not sure if I answered the question, but I went into, mm -hmm. I went into a lot of the places. <clears throat> You know, it's interesting you bring up Australia because before you brought it up, I was thinking, you know, I know that even even during this thing that we're in, I'll call it a thing, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. this uh, propaganda movement that we're in around the world, especially yeah. in the U.S., they were, I mean, the media was perpetually, perpetually busted for taking violent scenes from movies and putting yes. it on the screen and so it was live news that this is actually happening on the streets. And so yes. to your point, uh, I, I'm actually seeing a lot of people in Australia rising up and yep. additionally uh, that they, they do have a movement plan. Now, I don't know how many people will be activated, but yes. I think too, because the presumably the occult tried to burn down the entire country back 
in our winter, oh, their summer, right? They were yes. already locked in fear. They were already in freeze and seas. Yes. And then now you hit me with a COVID lockdown. Now you hit me with a second COVID lockdown. Yes. We're probably going to see a polarity in people. But my point is, is that part of why people are afraid to go out is because they've implemented martial law. Now, yes. are there that many military on the street? Or has the media just done a really good job at making it look like military is everywhere when there might be like two tankers out there? That's right? true. That's true. I actually do have a few friends. I want to reach out to them who live in Australia and I want to ask them what's really going on because I do know that mm. the media has been very silent on the major protests that have been going on mm. around the world. Like the one that Berlin just had, I, I feel like it was just mm. a few weeks ago. The media reported it was a few thousands of people. It was actually, you know, mm. people who were there reported it was over 1 million people that showed up. There was another one that was just, that just happened in Montreal. So all of that is being, and I know this is something that I've been talking, I've been trying to talk to my family about, who don't really question the mainstream media narrative, who are saying, oh, why would they, why would they lie to us? Why would they take out something like that? So basically what's really happening, and I've been looking at the algorithms and search engines, what's happening is that the media, well, first of all, um, the six companies, I mean, I think media is owned by these, you know, giant corporations, right? So they're all controlled. Nine, over 90% of the media is controlled by billionaires in this world and they're giant corporations. So right now there is, I will say that everything that even hints at a different um, perspective is being taken out of all social media platforms that is being taken off of Google search engine right now so that the people who think they're doing research are just being fed more of the same information. And this is something that a lot of people have trouble grasping that I think I'm doing research, but I'm, I'm again getting the same information, again getting the same information. So part of it is also being very resourceful and looking for platforms and search engines that are not censored that you know are, are able to give you the information that you're looking for from a place of objection and not just from the place of agenda so that's that's really important that's part of the propaganda is to take away any information that opposes yeah and that's china has done such a wonderful job with that china you, you literally cannot they've find got a anything. great blueprint i'm not saying i like it but they definitely <laughs> have a proven business model right oh yeah and to your yeah, point yeah, yeah. Um, I have heard, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is true, that Google has bought out uh, DuckDuckGo. And uh. I've got to think that if you want to be promoting all kinds of propaganda, that like BitChute, for example, which is where we go for all the censored videos, right? Yep. It doesn't mean they're all true, but, but they are at least being censored. Yeah. You know, I, I've got to think it's only a matter of time before those folks get uh. pressured into... And this this is just hypothetical. I can't guarantee yeah. it, but I, I did hear it from some reliable sources. I just haven't vetted it. To your point, now I went on Google uh, because everything, pretty much everything that we've experienced on this planet, we've been lied to about who won wars versus who actually won them, how viruses yeah. are spread. And so I went on online to say, how are viruses spread? because I know we've been lied to, right? So yeah. all the stuff we're being asked to do. And it wouldn't let me answer that question. It just kept saying, COVID is this, COVID, 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 oh. COVID. 
no matter how I tried to search for it. Right. And I was like, you got like, think of the energy they've had to put into the yeah. like, code words and the SEO and all the stuff. Right. To oh, yeah. constantly direct me to the story they want me to hold. Oh, yes, I log into absolutely. my phone and I'm getting news alerts. I've, I've blocked the apps and, um, you know, I log into Facebook and at the top, there's a, a block up there that says for up-to-date information on COVID. And I'm like, oh, enough. Yes. I get it. You're trying to cast the spell. I get it. Yes. Um, the cool thing is I think that energetically, I feel like the light is tipping and I feel like the yeah. same spells they're trying to cast on us yeah. have actually served us, meaning something like we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. They're telling us. We're in this together. We're coming for you. We're all in this together. But yeah. how it's worked out is that more and more of us are like, yeah, no. Like when we were talking about Australia, we yeah. feel for Australia. We feel for our brothers and sisters in Australia. We're like, guys, we don't know what we can do with you right now, but we're in this together with you. From yes. a real hard place, right? Yes. And yes. I don't know that anything other than 9-11 would probably be the most comparable thing. Yeah. In our recent history, but still not anywhere on the scale where the entire world has this feeling of let's take down these mofos, right? Like we're oh, done God. with you. So, so, so fired. Done. <laughs> <laughs> so done. We are moving you along, right? Yeah. So um, the, the beauty of being locked up and having access to the tools that they've used to track us and manipulate us and spread propaganda yeah. have actually woken us up on a very, yeah. uh, in a very quantum leap sort of way. And now it's our job, I think, to figure out yes. like, how do we still harness that? How do we yeah. take the energetics of that and harness it for our agenda versus their yeah. agenda? So this is such a great, yeah, this is such a great point. I feel, so here's the thing. I believe in the spiritual laws of the universe. And um, there is the law of polarity that any time when something is missing, the answer is literally right here. And I feel they have handed us the solution over and over and over. Right? Their downfall is obviously symbolism and also that they like to announce their agenda, their plan way before mm -hmm. they even roll it out. So if we look at all of those movies, The Matrix, um, you know, the Hunger Games, all of those movies, literally the solution is the same. Um, mm -hmm. Humanities, you know, like people awaken to the truth. We take our power back and we unite. And I feel that concretely on the 3D plane, it looks like we're going to get to the point. And I'm, I'm, I'm like seeing this is going to happen soon. We're going to get to the point where we realize we have far more in common then uh, we have that's different because right now divide and conquer is the signature move of any kind of, you know, evil ruling class, communism, fascism, divide and conquer. It's always divide and conquer. So we're going to get to the point when we realize, you know what, behind all of the differences, we're still the one race. We're still the human race. What can we do for each other right now? So what I'm seeing is that because now we're forced to find other channels to form communities, I'm seeing a lot of communities being formed. I'm seeing people willingly passing on information. Like you want to both know, like this is not technically my business. It's 
most likely not your business either. But we're taking the time and energy to raise this awareness, not in a way that's shameful, that's kind of like I'm forcing you to awaken, but more like here is my information. Here is your information. Here's your perspective. Can we come together and synergetically form something that's a lot bigger? And this is what I'm seeing. So many communities are being formed. So many leaders are being born right now out of chaos. Whereas, <laughs> whereas before, you know, someone would be like, oh my God, I, I don't feel like I'm good enough to even be heard. Well, we realize that we're kind of, you know, this is, we're past the 11th hour right now. This is not even the 11th hour, right? This is literally the end game. So leaders are being born. They feel that they have a code or they feel like they have been born with a mission to create a better world. So leaders are being born. I literally saw like in California, I've been following this guy for a while. His name is, um, what's his name? Mark Major. And, you know, for people who are in California, I would totally vote for him. He is like the next level leader who is all about unity, who is all about making sure that we care about people's well-being. So like people right now are waking up to real leaders. People right now are waking up to the need for community. And I feel that in the next few months, we're going to see more and more people coming together and sharing resources and masterminding on what can be done and taking this to the streets, going into protests, forming channels, doing whatever it is that we can so that we can help each other. Because um, <clears throat> the very thing that they don't want in us is for us to unite and stand mm -hmm. together. And this mm -hmm. is the very thing that's happening. So part of the grand awakening is literally awakening to the fact that it's never about you or me or them. It's always been about co-creation, co-creation with each other, co-creation with God, co-creation with mother earth. This is what a 5D looks like. And um, so that's why I've been like, Oh, this is actually part of it is so exciting that I am seeing this co-creation happening more and more and more. And I am seeing a lot of entrepreneurs, conscious entrepreneurs being forced to shift their frequency so fast that they can then hold this certain frequency, which is then going to activate a new earth grid. And also us contributing, um, you know, with our talents, like literally, you know, some of us are here to contribute to a new business blueprint. Some of us are here to contribute to a new health blueprint. And we're here, we're, we're taking our earth back, back, you know, literally like piece by piece by piece. And I feel when enough, us, when enough of us stands together and do it, it doesn't even have to be 100% of the earth. If we just reach, I keep seeing this, like um, seeing this image, if we just reach a certain critical percentage, I feel that we can then tip the energy over and the, the small percentage of us can actually impact a larger percentage of the earth right now. Like that's something that I've been receiving a lot in meditations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel that too. Well, we could talk forever about this, but I want to be cheesy to use your words and harness what you just said about co-creating because there'll be people that are hearing you like, Oh my goodness, I'm resonating with Juliet so much. How can I co-create with her? And I know you have, kind of a starting point that people can get clarity on their message and so on that you offer for free. So can you share a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So 
Yeah, so it's just literally a freebie on my website that is um, that you can download. Go to juliatang.com. And it's to help um, feminine entrepreneurs create and create a, create a compelling message in three minutes because I feel like marketing or, you know, like writing a concise message is something that a lot of us, I have certainly struggled so much with it in the past. So it's just a very quick, efficient template that you can follow to harness your energy, to tap into your story and write an authentic and self-expressed message in three minutes. So that's just available on the website, juliapang.com. Awesome. And we'll put that in the show notes along with your social media handles so that people can uh, lovingly, I was going to say stock, but that's not really a nice word. <laughs> say follow. <laughs> Link arms with you. So Julia, thank you so much for sharing your time and your essence with us. I'm excited to see what else we're going to co-create. I know we're going to do another show in roundtable forum to talk about some of the other more, I'll say, contentious yeah. things that we kind of have to talk about yeah absolutely <laughs> because everyone else keeps talking about it right but uh there's only so much time oh, so we'll come back and do that yeah. for now thank you so much for thank being you. here thanks to all of you for being here as well we'll see you next time thank you so much for tuning into today's episode if you absolutely loved what you learned today i would love for you to share with your friends by leaving a review so that more people can learn of the show and be impacted by the information we're sharing here. If you aren't already following me on social media, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Jennifer Longmore. And I'd also love for you to visit my website, www.souljourneys.ca and claim your free soul acceleration system while you're there. You'll become a VIP recipient of my ever popular daily messages from the Akasha delivered to your inbox each day. With love and namaste.